Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. This episode is the third installment of the Small Business Brainstorms with Sarah from the Clay Cup, Jen from Juice, and Steph from Trade Secrets. This is the third one, so we're getting deeper into what it takes to leave your job, take a leap of faith, and start your own small business that's continuously growing into a medium-sized, maybe even large business one day, because that's kind of the track that we're all on right now. We're all about a year into our businesses, and they're, they're growing a lot, and we're seeing the fruits of our labor. So we talk a lot about that, about the support systems that you need in your life, in your business, and the support systems that grow as you continue into your own business, and also a little quote that goes, fruitfulness follows faithfulness. I think that's an awesome quote. Uh, it comes from Sarah, and we'll talk a lot about that and what it means uh, for just life on the podcast. And uh, before I ramble any longer, how about we just get into the sponsors? Hello. Shout out, obviously, to the three sponsors that I just mentioned. Juice in downtown Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania. Clay Cup and Trade Secrets in downtown Altoona. But also to Harlequin Pepper Yoga. Uh, Harlequin Pepper Yoga is awesome. Downtown Hollidaysburg. On Facebook, Instagram, App Store, and Google Play. It's a vinyasa-style yoga, and you can actually... You know, the issue with yoga is that a lot of dudes don't get involved in yoga. A lot of guys lift weights and don't see the appeal of uh, getting the stretch on. And it's probably the most important part that might even help you grow exponentially when you're hitting the weights. So, if you're interested, guys, in Altoona, Holidaysburg, Central Pennsylvania, Saturday, April 7th, if you're listening to that, 2018, uh, before that date, 12 to 2, get the Harlequin Pepper Yoga at 320 Allegheny Street in Hollidaysburg, and you can find out why yoga, no matter what your lifestyle is like, if you're hitting the weights hard or if you're into stretching, is for you. It's an awesome idea, and Harlequin Pepper Yoga, Aaron, uh, has devised this to let guys understand how great it is for your body. So make sure you check that out at Harlequin Pepper Yoga. Let's get... The show started. This is Rob Z Radio. Broadcasting live from the Launchbox Studios in downtown Altoona. <laughs> it's another. The Launchbox Studios. Plenty of sound effects. It's the third small business brainstorm with uh, Sarah from the Clay Cup. Steph, or Stephanie, from Trade Secrets. Which do you prefer? Uh, being called worse, so whatever you want. All uh, right, then. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off with a bang. And Jen from Juice, thank you so much, ladies, for being here. Thank Absolutely. Thanks. So this is the third episode we're going to be doing today. Uh, if you haven't tuned in to the other two, make sure you go back and check those out. But we've been talking about kind of the things that, what it takes to start a small business, how we started our businesses, and how they grow and how they like evolve over time. So that's kind of the idea, right? As we move forward, we'll, we'll be able to talk about things, growing pains, that sort of stuff, and right. see the changes. Uh, but if you want to go back and listen, the first two episodes, I think, are very beneficial. Uh, number one, for nutritional information, which the first one was <laughs> full of. But, the, but also just on, on the mindset you need to, like, you know, if you're in a job right now that you want to jump out of to start your own business, there's a lot of good tips there. As far as, as what we did to get out of our jobs and start what we're doing. Um, now, today we want to talk about support systems. So when it comes to support systems, that can mean a, many different things. So I wrote down a couple of bullet points for myself of what my support systems are. But as far as uh, you gals go, what do you want to start with, uh, Sarah? What, what are your support systems that helped you? I guess the questions would be going from having it whatever your job was beforehand to starting uh, Playtime Pottery or the Clay Cup, but then the support systems you've, you've used along the way to keep yourself rolling. I think a support system forms like like a tree. Like you have your main people, but then it branches out into a whole bunch of different other like groups of people or organizations. So first and foremost, Jeremy, my husband, has been my main support system. He was like just basically let me do whatever I wanted to do not that that but he also let me bounce ideas off of him and he might not say a lot but when he says something in regards to decisions I'm making it's usually very wise and it's usually something that I should listen to um so he's been really good for just ideas and just 
frustrations or decisions um, and extremely supportive of anything I wanted to do and supportive of the business taking a lot of my time. Mm -hmm. Um, If I didn't have someone so understanding, I don't think that our marriage would also be happy and the business would thrive at the same time, Um, especially in the beginning months where you're spending 100 hours a week, you know, at the location, working with your employees, working with your customers. Um, So he was just super selfless in that respect and not needy at all. And I appreciate that a lot. And just, uh, he does the dishes all the time. He does the laundry. (laughs) I mean, I really have a keeper in that respect too. That's awesome. So he's at the forefront of that support system for me. Well, especially if you're in a relationship and the person that you're in a relationship with doesn't want you to do what you're doing, how are you ever going to do it? It's going to be so difficult just to get over that hump. I mean, the year that we got engaged and married, I also bought Playtime Pottery, and I was working two other jobs, and we bought a house. So we got engaged, I bought Playtime, we bought a house, I was working two other jobs, and then we got married all in the same year. So it was just like all in at one time that's so crazy now now he himself is he also doing next i know he he's a nurse but he also has his woodworking stuff on the side so is he the same way that you are maybe not as much so but doing multiple things at once um i think he is a lot better at having a life balance than i am so he's good for me in that respect and he is good at separating work and and home life so even though he does have this side thing of made by Vogel and the woodworking he's very good at separating all of that and I kind of don't know how to separate work and home life because I'm always working even in my mind when I'm at home right. um, so I don't know he's a good balance <clears throat> I think cool. we're a good balance for each other awesome is there any other support systems you want there's to a lot in? of other support systems but we'll I'll let around them back around. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Well, for us, it was kind of different. Like, you know, we started out of our home, and it was primarily my husband who started, and I kind of just fell into place with the sales and whatnot. And for us, our support system would have started with our family because they were the ones that started buying our products. You know, and it's funny because you think, like, two years ago, people were coming to my dining room to buy trade secrets, which is crazy. (laughs) Like, who would have (laughs) thought? Yeah. But that's, like, that was kind of the base of it was – he started it. We supported each other right away because it was something we believed in. And then, you know, it started to grow financially from our family and friends buying everything um, and just doing different events. So I would have to say, my husband. What were you holding back? <laughs> yeah, <what> was... <laughs> well, we joke because, you know, we work every day. Right. Every day. Beside each other. Beside each other. Every day. I think you love it. I don't. You act like you don't, don't, but I think you do. <laughs> no, but I enjoyed, like, Saturday. It was just me in the shop, and it was crazy busy. And Friday also. I actually worked Friday and Saturday by myself. And even though it's ridiculous and I, my head's spinning, I loved it. Like, because yeah. it's just me. That's all I got to worry about. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. But now that and he you has his own. two ends of it, right? Like, you, you handle more of the sales end. He's right. Like, I, ma- I make, like, I make the easy stuff. And then he's back there in his kitchen, you know, being the mad scientist, you know, I mean, he comes up with all the original formulas for the soaps and lotions, body butters, all that stuff, and makes all that stuff. So, I mean, I do kind of have, and plus he does the books too, which he don't want me to do. (laughs) (laughs) He will gladly take on that responsibility. That's where type A personality comes in very well. Because I've offered, I'm like, I can enter stuff in QuickBooks. He's like, no, Mm mm-mm. Like, you just stay out front and you entertain the customers. <laughs> okay. Well, it, it probably is nice to have one person doing it, right? Instead it's probably of two, easier. Instead of getting yeah. mixed up on what's yeah. been entered. And yeah, so I'd have to follow along with what Sarah said. And then, of course, as we grow, we, you know, our support system grows, too. Jen? Yeah, well, I think probably there's going to be a theme here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most, most likely. I, I mean, I just think that, that that support system really has to start with your immediate, you know, the, the people that are affected by what you're doing ultimately, which is your spouse. <laughs> so, and if they don't support what you're doing, and I have plenty of friends that are in a similar situation and they don't have that support and it doesn't work. Like yeah. you have to have like a hundred percent 
not just buy-in. And I don't even mean just like a, okay, you know, that's fine. Do whatever you want. But someone that's really like, yeah, like this is going to be awesome. You know, I love it. It's just whatever I can do to help. And, um, you know, so we worked together, me and my husband have worked together since the day we met, like that's how we met each other. And then, so probably the most stressful thing about going out on my own was the fact that we weren't going to be working together anymore. And that was like such a weird thing for me. Also, when you were doing uh, health insurance, you worked together. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, we, he ran, like it was his office and we worked in the office together all day, every day. And um, we were just used to that. So all of our, everything that we did, all of our game planning, everything was always like a, like a joint effort and that's what we like Friday afternoons we would go down to the Knickerbocker at like three o'clock and get a beer and be like okay here's what here's what's coming up for the next week you know and just like game plan and then that was kind of (laughs) gone so um so that was I was a little bit stressed about how that would go but obviously it's gone you know well and he's super supportive of it and um how did it impact your relationship because it probably changed right because you saw each other constantly working together it gave us a lot more stuff to talk about and it was really honestly good i think it was better because it was good stuff when we shared an industry together what we would typically do is come home and complain about the same things that we didn't like that were happening but now instead of doing that we talk about what's going on in our individual like you know things now and he talks about we we don't really talk about insurance much anymore but he'll talk about pizza and all the progress (laughs) with the building yep that's awesome well it's kind of fun because we get to now we get to like experiment with food yeah you know so our weekends are filled with cooking and uh recipe experimenting and so when do we get invited over that's what i was just gonna say like when do we get a um the pizza oven is on its way so we will have private tastings oh yes (laughs) if people don't know your husband is starting a pizza shop in downtown Altoona. correct yes no name or anything yet you don't want to give yet. away any secrets Not or you yet. just don't know I to like the well, day before they open <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's going to settle into probably being our daughter's name that's my guess so and you're putting a juice in Correct. Inside the pizza shop, it's or how's that going to tie in? So the well, you know the building, yeah. and it's built into that hill. So when you go up, whatever oh, okay. street that is, it's there's a mezzanine level, and so we're that mezzanine level. So it's a completely separate entrance, separate everything. You'll be able to access it from the pizza place, but yeah. you'll also be able to access it on its own. Um, but it is going to kind of take on kind of a like a shared space feel. You know, without it being actually like one one entity. big room. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a really cool idea. I mean, because you already yeah. have it going on in Holidaysburg, but if he's bringing that here, you know, you can double up. Yeah. Right. Where will you spend most of your time? I bounce back and forth. Um, no, I will probably spend most of my time in that big kitchen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand how much I'm looking forward to getting into that giant like professional kitchen and just all the stuff we have planned coming. You know, even just for the juice bar. So you're like the head chef. For the juice bar. Oh, for the juice bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not the restaurant. She's like, I'm yeah. not making dough. Right. <laughs> oh, no, I will not. I can't wait to make dough. Actually, my night last night was spent getting recipes together because I don't want to just do, like, dough. I want, like. Something. I want, like, sprouted, like, sourdough. That's what like, I want. Like, made on, like, like in the pizza oven. Like all hearth, hearth all style. Yes, yes. sprouted awesome. green that sounds amazing. I'm so excited. I like, would just want that toasted mm-hmm. with like peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, and that's what's it called? Hearth? What did you say? Like hearth wood style. Oven. Oh, okay. We're in a I fire, like oh, like okay. straight on the like it's not in a bread pan. It's right just on smoldering the f- in the flames. Yeah. Yeah. We probably won't do that because of the ash. <laughs> I'm just messing around. Smoldering <laughs> yeah. in the flames. Uh, so. so as far as my support system goes, obviously we're, the, the theme continues. It would be Nini without a doubt, my wife. Um, so she's been in nursing school now. She graduates in two weeks, which is amazing. Yay. It's been two and a half Yay. years of nursing school, which is incredibly <laughs> stressful for her, but also for the, just the family in general. Um, but, you know, when I was... In radio, she always she's more outgoing than I am. So like, really, she would be the one if there was one of us to have this whole thing take off. It would be her, no <laughs> doubt. I, and I keep telling like she should have a YouTube channel. That should be what she does because she's so good at it, naturally. But like when I was in radio, she was always 
on the air with me. I'd call her. She'd go on the air whenever I wanted. Um, and then going into social media marketing, like I, I, and she was on my podcast a bunch of times in the past. Once she graduates, she'll be back on. Um, but we were talking about me leaving my job and me going into social media. And she's like, well, it's not like we're losing that much money. You don't make enough anyways in radio. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, it's not going to impact us that much. Uh, and she was just like, you've studied up on it. You know how it works. Just go do it. And I was like, all right. And she, I did. And the crazy part is she doesn't have a job. She hasn't worked for two and a half years because she's in school. And we didn't have it. Like I had a couple thousand dollars saved up and she's like, yeah, go for it. Oh, that stresses like, me out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was lucky, lucky enough. Um, cause I think on the, the previous episode I said, I was going to wait until this April to quit. So I still would be in radio right now, but she was like, you know what? We'll be fine. We'll be able to survive. And we did. So it really was, I, if she would have said no, I don't think I ever would have left radio. She, cause Thank she, you, Nini. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly. I would have it. eventually, but I mean, it would have taken a little bit longer. But it's so important just because, and, and last summer was really stressful because we were, uh, she had the summer off obviously from school and I was just getting started with all of this and I was it's the first six months are super stressful, like at least for me, because I had a non-compete, so I couldn't really promote myself around here that much. And we got into arguments and stuff like that, and it wasn't like it wasn't wonderful, but she understood that it was going to take a little while before it really started to build and grow. And over the past, I'd say since like November or December, it has. And now she's more than happy. She's like, oh, great. So when she goes and gets her nursing job, it's going to be amazing. And she doesn't. She can work part time and that sort of thing. But do you notice that support goes back and forth? Like I find that we flip flop constantly. Like I had, she had to support me there for like the six months, but now it's kind of bounced back the other way. She's getting out of school, and she needs, you know, time to obviously get out of school to get a job and do all these other things that she has to do. And right. she's talking about being a traveling nurse, which Sarah, <clears throat> that's, what, that's what Jeremy is yeah. doing right now. Yeah, he's traveling. And that's that's the kind of stuff you need to like. Well flip the support the other way around and and two for jeremy and i like this season is we're not spending a ton of time together we're just really kind of like buckling down and focusing on saving and getting ourselves in a financially good place so that we can expand the clay cup and then eventually like once the whole clay cup building is renovated that's when we'll be able to dive into the next thing. And I think that's when he'll start really pursuing the Made by Vogel and the side hustle. Is that so, what he wants to do? Like he's gung-ho I, about that, I but think, just like inching I think he and his it. dad really want to be able to do is. that full-time. Yeah. That's awesome. And he gets to work with his dad and, yeah. and do what they love to do. Right. So, I mean, that's perfect. Yeah. And so um, just touching on extended support system, his family has been – extremely vital to opening the clay cup and my family too from a different perspective his family's there his mom works for me his dad's there fixing things or hanging things like they're they're highly involved and very encouraging my family on the other hand they have been a support system because I come from this line of like entrepreneurs and so before opening the clay cup in the very beginning phases to when I was negotiating the space, I would talk to my siblings on a very like frequent basis, just brainstorming ideas and what it might look like. And I was the first one to really have like an actual location. They do a lot of online stuff. And so they were very crucial in the beginning and very encouraging through the whole process too but just a lot of good wisdom and insight from from my side i mean i think that's a really important part too because what do you do if you don't have that family structure like if you don't have people even if even if your significant other isn't there like to help you out or to support you like <laughs> how do you do it and i think that one of the ways uh, at least that i that that comes to mind for me is like watching other people who have done it so if you can find a way to study people either finding a mentor or either online or in person who's done it, then you can kind of follow their steps and, and they can kind of carry you along the way, which I've found tons of people online. Um, like, do you guys know who Ty Lopez is? Have you heard his name? It's like all over yeah. YouTube. So, and he builds businesses and he's tons of good advice. Uh, Tony Robbins is one of those guys that always is, whenever I listen to them, I get excellent advice. And uh, Joe Rogan's another guy, surprisingly, just because like he has a podcast and has done that for such a long time. And it's like, how do you do something that nobody else 
that or not many other people are doing and make it work, which is kind of like juice. I mean, or any of our businesses really in our area, mm-hmm. there's not many of them. I think you just have to be the, the fearless type to a degree. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a very to, calculated yeah. fearlessness. Yeah, it's like a balance of like, you use this much logic, but the rest of it is like, I'm just going to wing it. Well, <laughs> you get to so, experiment and yeah, see what, yes. what works. The, then what leads into the faithfulness. Yeah. 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 Right. I mean, it just, that's kind of what it is. It's, um, I don't know. I think there's something to be said for the, the people that kind of do it the first the first go around you know you're the first one to jump out there and when well, it's fun like there's no blueprint you yeah. just do whatever you want which is kind of where i thrive anyway yeah. like i'm not really good at like i don't think oh, the three of us are like we're just yeah, like whatever i'm definitely yeah. more of a well nobody else has done this so <clears throat> i'm just gonna kind of see what happens just, yeah let's just see what happens i'm gonna yeah. use my ideas and just go for <laughs> it yeah. yeah experimenting is usually the best way to go and i think people when you're afraid to experiment because you don't do it very often, it's like, well, what if it fails? But then you just, it, it, the, way I, the way I see it is like if an experiment is never a failure unless you stop continuing with right. it. Yeah. Like if you don't continue experimenting, then yeah, it's a failure. But if you keep working at it, then it'll eventually turn into something. Before I decided to take the step to pursue, you know, getting the building and opening the clay cup, I had playtime pottery and I had to ask myself the question like, if I don't go for this, am I gonna am I gonna regret this in a year? If there's no buildings left, am I yeah. gonna regret it? And I was like, yes, like yeah. this is my one of my dreams. I have to do this. Yeah. There was like really no question in my mind, and there were a lot of different hurdles along the way, but all those doors were opened. There were mountains that were moved in that process, and I knew that it was exactly what I needed to do. Um, to to at that time, so. Do any of you listen to like? Podcasts or and I know you do, Sarah. You listen to people. Was it more like for nutrition? Like you don't listen on, on the business end of things. Not on the. I listen to sermons and nutritional podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so Jesus and food, basically. Right. Yeah. So, Jesus but, and food. <laughs> those are support systems in themselves, right? I mean, yeah. that's like yeah. Um, so I, I guess if if anybody has anything else on their list, because I, I wrote down a couple that that came to mind, like. Obviously, having people around you who have confidence in you, and that comes from your significant other, number one, but family members or friends, too. And I think I've said this before, too, but just over the past year, everybody that I've met is so, I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people that I've met (laughs) have been so confident and so uh, just sure of themselves and what they're doing that it's going to work. Like, we talked about Andrew from Catalyst Space. Like, he's so sure of what he's doing. It's like, it's motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, I met this guy, Nate Varilla, who runs Varilla Real Estate. He's so sure, you know, Nate, he's so sure of what he does. And it's like, man, it's nice to be around people like that. Cause Just then it have that makes confidence. you inspired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not like an, it's not like an ego driven thing. It's mm-hmm. like, they're just, they, this is what they want to do and it's going to work because they want to do it. Right. So they're going to make it work. <clears throat> well, and I thought about that, like even with products, like, cause we are with the, we're the only place in Altoona doing what we do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, does it sound like cocky if I'm like, you know, we have the best this. And I'm like, no, because it does work and our customers know it. And mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, you just have to, you, you do ha- have to be confident yeah, in your product. You do. And you know, and cause I, I kind of, this is my first rodeo doing this whole small business thing and it's like you know what are their do's and don'ts and i'm like you know what no there's not it's whatever i want it to be it's mine yeah. you know and that's just what you got to do and like you said you just you find something you wing it you go with it if it works it works if not okay we move on to the next thing yeah. you know and i think part of it is just the confidence <clears throat> in the quality of what you're putting out just because i don't none of us here are doing something that somebody else can't come along and decide to make a go exactly. at what we're doing. Like you definitely can. Right. But it is it has to be about like I think when it when what you're doing comes with like a level of almost like obsession with what you're doing and you're confident in the quality mm-hmm. of what you're putting out there, that that's a whole other thing. So, you know, other smoothie bars, you know, great. Like I I know I'm not the only one that sells smoothies. But well, and there's the something to be said for that, too. <laughs> well, she has the best ones. They are. Well, and here's the thing, too. Like, and there's I've, nothing wrong with that, right? I have high confidence. Yeah. I, I ran just, into I, this, like, the past week, two couple different instances, actually. I had customers step outside the trade secret box, and they tried other local business products similar to ours, and they came back. Yeah. And, I, and I encourage my customers to do that. Go, You know, I would never tell somebody not to purchase something 
you know, even if it's similar to mine from another small business, because I have confidence in what I have. And that's like when I started bath bomb making classes at the Clay Cup. I mean, I still to this day have people like, you need to not do that. Like people were, I'm <laughs> like, give away the secrets. No, nobody wants to make that stuff Nobody out. wants to make them, first of all. And the thing is, you can go on YouTube. You can yeah, the find, videos are out there. They're out there. You can make soap. You, but you know what? Nobody knows the trade secret because we make everything from scratch. So nobody, yeah, we might put the ingredients on there, but you don't know the formula that Andrew came up with to yeah. make that product. But not only well, that, that's a messy thing. It I mean, is. It's the same reason I didn't dye Easter eggs at home this year. <laughs> I went to the fabulous Maker Studio on Allegheny Street, and we dyed our eggs right there. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm so glad I have to do this at home. And you didn't Avoid have to clean mess. up the mess. I did not. It was yep. lovely. Well, saying about like other people leaving, they come back because that, that's kind of, uh, you know, that takes some bravery, I guess, number one, and, and guts, number two. But then people understand, like, oh, you're not just in this to make a pile of money off of me. Right. You want somebody to find the right product. That's it. And if you're confident, you have the right product. Right. This just happened to me last week. I had a guy come on who's a social media marketer. We both have basically the same job. Different, like, he's more uh, landscaping. And his name's Jim Wirtz. He was in the, he's in here a lot. But um, somebody said, well, isn't that, like, competition? Aren't you, like... Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. You're cutting down your possibilities of, of of people that you can work with. And like, well, first of all, it's worldwide. I could work with anybody in the world. It's not doesn't have to be in the area. But number two, I, uh, why not build a relationship with people who are doing the same thing you're doing to bounce ideas off of them? Exactly. People are so afraid of competition, like yep. they're gonna mm -hmm. be eaten alive that they can't well, become like, friends with those even people. Even like in our, I say our our circle or our little tribe, we've kind of been growing. Like. You know, with the exception of you, we're all women. You're the only guy in the group. As far as you know. As far as we know. <laughs> and, you know, and it's almost like because, because you do find out like. Don't judge me. Like, yeah. But like women are catty or can be catty. Like we've been very fortunate to connect with. We've kind of been drawn to each other, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've kind of like when Sarah first opened, I didn't know Sarah a year ago, I took her a lovely gift set from Trade Secrets. and She did. And now she's hooked. <laughs> yep. And her husband's hooked. You know what I mean? But that was just kind of my, I opened and then she opened, you know, like we were all kind of like boom, boom, boom. So it was just like, welcome. You know, I mean, I'm in my own little space two week, you know, like two blocks away. People do come into my shop almost daily and say, oh, I couldn't find you. I thought you were down by the clay cup. So I do live in the shadows of the clay cup. <laughs> but it's Don't okay because I'm like, I'm two blocks away. It's like the, the starting point for everybody. Yes. Like, so where's the clay cup and where are you from there? Yeah. Yes, oh, okay. exactly. It's interesting. It is. And they like do that. say that. every, yeah. And that's that's the staple for downtown now is the clay cup. Mm -hmm. it, that's, a, you know, so where are you from the clay cup? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm like, I need to just open up my own little trade secrets in the clay cup, which I'm working on. <laughs> I'm working on. Whether Sarah knows or not. Yeah. Whether she knows or not, I'm working on it. I'm working on <laughs> juice. I have, you know, I'm working on it. <laughs> but I think support systems, it, like, our businesses and these ladies here, we are a support system. Yeah, no doubt. Also, um, and a very important one, too. And I think it was just, like, you can't have a certain level of pride if you want to be able to work with each other. Like, you have to put that down a little bit and realize, like, hey, these, these ladies have something amazing to offer. I don't have it all. You know, and yeah. and that's what it was when Steph came in and just gave us a gift basket. It was like, hey, like I'm another business here. Just very gracious, very nice. And then that's kind of how we we've all connected. And if you are too proud, you're not going to be able to gain that from other people. And you're that's, that's where com back. Oh, that's right. where competition comes into. Yeah. And I think another element of that is fear. Yes. Some people fear like so you sat down with the other guy that does social media. And that's great because to me, that just says there's this absence of fear. You're like you're confident in what you're doing and this, yeah. what this other person has to offer. He has a confidence. I have come across a lot of fear. So you've mm -hmm. got like the groups that you know, our intent is to support and build each other up and do cross promotions and just work grow. on, yeah, just work on growing the mm -hmm. downtown as a whole without necessarily focusing on like the, the pieces, you know, and there, there are definitely other people as I've gotten into this community that do kind of approach us with a level of feel like they feel threatened that downtown is growing or that, 
oh my goodness, there's going to be another brewery or oh my goodness, there's going to be another coffee shop or, you know, and I don't think that's necessary. I think in order to make this area, and I don't want to see just Altoona, but Blair County as a whole, attractive for people to come, whether it's just for a visit or if we're actually trying to retain people to stay here and grow this area, you have to have a lot of stuff for them to do, you know, And, and it's just, that's a big part of it. I mean, when you go to a city, like let's say Pittsburgh, if you go to like the neighborhood of Lawrenceville, where there's literally like in three blocks, there's like nine coffee shops, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. or there's like six juice bars, but they all kind of have their own space. Like they're all people like to brag about the place that they like to go to. Right. So so you have people who are loyal to what you do because they think, well, this is the best one. And other people think this is the best one. And then they might go but some people go to one each day probably right. and try different yeah. ones out so it's gonna all pay off in the end right it's not like there's, this there's enough dire for situation every, I mean, that's the thing like there is enough you know there's enough customers for everybody yeah it's yeah. not like you know and and the really cool thing is like just in 13 months that we've been up there at trade secrets like I've been drawing people in from State College, from Johnstown, from really? Bedford. Like, that's pretty awesome. Like, just from our Facebook page. And, I mean, it's just been, you know, social media has been, I mean, look at the page. It's been huge. We have over 5,000, you know, followers, you know, all our reviews. And that's what I always encourage my customers. Like, and that's, like, not wanting to seem cocky, but at the same time, like, look at my reviews. I'm not paying these people to leave 200-plus reviews about my my products. Like, yeah. they speak for themselves. You know, and that's just it. Like there is, you know, I, I always share like on my, which I think kind of makes me a little bit different than maybe other people that might be in the same boat as what my business does. Like I'm constantly sharing my friends' businesses stuff because I want to inform my customers and, hey, did you know about this? You know, that's something different. A lot of business pages are just about that business. They're not. You know, and people come in all the time. I think it's great you're supporting. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to collaborate and work with other small businesses? It's a no-brainer. Yeah. You know, that's only going to help you as a business. You know, I mean, I, Sarah took pictures of products for me because she's also an amazing photographer, amongst other things. And (laughs) we make... Get the checklist out. Get the checklist out. So we make um, a sugar coffee scrub with her coffee. And she put it in the bathroom. So I gave it to her after she took the picture of it. So she put it in the bathroom for her customers to use. Last week, I gained two new customers because of her having that coffee scrub oh, wow. in her bathroom. Like, that's that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. You know, just kind of helping each other out and just kind of pushing customers. Diff- you know, I post so much about juice. The people are like, where is this place? What is it? <laughs> when did coming to downtown yeah, Altoona? I saw this One comments. block up from the clay cup. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, just wait for it because when she's open, you know, I'll be posting about it. <laughs> I'll be in there. <laughs> well, I think the three businesses that you have are so awesome because they all complement each other so well. They We're all able are to kind work of tied in. Yeah. And I think it's like people wouldn't look at, especially like Steph and I's business and say, oh, soap making and coffee like that <laughs> how does that together. Go together but we found ways to to and unique ways to make that work but if they would understand your personality and what you're into it would make sense then the healthy living like that sort right. of stuff then it would make sense but yeah i know what you mean but yeah. there's been a lot of brainstorming between yeah. all of yeah. us to make that happen mm-hmm. but like it's funny because we sit down and we have meetings and we sit down and it's like i'm like what products do you have i could use today you know <laughs> so like we make chamomile bath bombs out of the clay cups chamomile you know and then jen she's gonna get me some products and we're gonna make soap and bath bombs out of the products she uses like I'm so excited. it's just a cool <laughs> fun different thing to do you know like why not yeah. you know why we can do it because it's our own business and we can do whatever we want (laughs) you know that's the fun part some of it too though is like we've gotten to know each other so well so there's just such a level of like respect like i have such a level of respect for everybody that coming down here as a business um maybe not so much me and me. you but me and you like we could definitely she doesn't have a lover of respect for me is what she's saying but that's okay we'll move we'll move, your wow. you we'll move forward sassy. from that <laughs> she'll get over it sassy. i'll get over it in about um, a year or so but coming down here as like i mean we don't sell coffee and we won't sell coffee because sarah has coffee and the things like, um, you know, if we're bringing in stuff from outside vendors, like we work a lot with Lauren Drost and you have Baking Hippie. Like I would never carry something that she carries. I would never put something out there that's going to directly compete with what she does because that's not the, 
It's just not the energy. Right. That, and that's, that we're trying but, to and that's well, you already have what you're doing covered and she has what she's doing covered. Yeah, so why would but you But if we weren't if we weren't being considerate of each other and respecting each other. Yeah. Like coffee it, shops often serve smoothies and juices and yeah. things yeah, yeah. like that and I'm not going to do that because she's coming to town. Right. I want her to have that. She's spotlight. mastered that. Yeah. Like yeah. like Jen, That's her you know, thing. Juice is the only place in our area doing you know, smoothies and fresh squeezed juices the way they're supposed to be done. You know, it's not a powder. It's not, you know. Not it's, a syrup. It's not yeah. a syrup. Yeah. It's it's the it's, real it's deal. It's all fresh. It's all real. real. I miss that syrup out of a giant plastic bottle. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's just, and it is nice, right? Because uh, I would imagine that people, we've talked about this before, but people in the area, they're, they're so accustomed to that, the juice being in the plastic right. bottle squeezing yeah. out they come in there they probably even expect like behind the scenes what are you doing back there you oh know? I've, mm. I've had people come in and watch it very closely <laughs> how we make our yeah. smoothies well, and it, it takes time you know i've it had does. people be like oh i had to wait 15 minutes i'm like well you know you're not just getting it's not mcdonald's well, no right. and you know and that goes for everything too like the three of us like jen said the quality mm-hmm. you know people need to you know, they need to understand the quality of the products these three businesses are putting out to our area. I had somebody make a comment the other day, like about our soap prices, and my soap prices are amazing for a handmade soap. And I was, I was offended for a minute. And then I thought, you know what? It, she bought it anyway. Right, right. <laughs> you know, she wanted to complain about it because I never have people say anything really about that stuff. And it's just like, you know, yeah, you. You, what, you pay for what you get. Well, the I funny mean, thing is, and also just don't buy it if you don't want to pay the price that's for it. That's just <laughs> it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, what are you Go do? down Drop to the, the dollar price? store, buy yeah. a detergent soap or something. You but know? there is definitely a level of like understanding what goes into what it is that you're you're creating. I mean, I've had people even complain about the consistency of you know like they order the same thing every time they come it's handmade but depending on who makes it or <laughs> whatever it. they're like it's never the same it's no. never the same like well no that's what happens when you work with fresh produce yeah, yeah. I'm like yeah. that's it's like just seeing, one of the like, in, when you, you know. see like uh, sweet potatoes in the grocery store when they're all the same size right and, and, I mean, and, and it's a shame but like in my mind I'm like oh that's what they're supposed to look like and then I see real sweet potatoes that oh, weren't like oh, right. made in a factory like farm or whatever or and something. they're all like lumpy and yeah. weird yeah. looking I'm like oh that's what they're supposed to and look yeah. like they're not all the same i think too like hitting the right market people are going to appreciate the all the things that go into the product making it that quality and then they're willing to pay for it but it's not just the products like i'm i'm treating my employees very well you know they're being paid two and four dollars above minimum wage and that's why the coffee also costs a little bit more and that's why the right. you know <clears throat> things are going to be marked up a little bit because everyone from the employee to the roasters to the farmers growing these coffee beans everyone is being taken care of so you're supporting local but you're also supporting the um like the sustainability of the coffee as well mm-hmm. so yeah yeah it's very important and to treat your employees right i was talking to a guy who pays his he has three employees he pays all their health insurance for them and it's like top tier health insurance. I'm like, who does that? Nobody, like, nobody does that. Yeah. Gives them health insurance and he pays for it 100%. Like, that's crazy. I need to talk to my employer. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be your husband? Yeah. Yeah. Well, my husband, yes. Uh, so I guess the other part of this would be, uh, Sarah, you had put on your Facebook page. You were painting the other day. And um, who, was, who was photographing you? I guess Her name is Diana Joy Photography, and she wanted to do a creative session where I got all painty. Yeah. So we did it in the third floor of the clay cup, and she, I was like, well, if you want me to paint on the wall, I will. And so <laughs> Don't I, make me. I just, I wanted a quote that was representative of what has happened so far at the clay cup and what is to come. So the quote that I picked was, "Fruitfulness follows faithfulness." And what does that mean to you? Because I saw that and I was like, that's such a great quote and it's good for the podcast, for what we talk about. So how does it apply to your life? Um, I think being faithful and obedient and diligent in all the little things, um, in the day-to-day and in the big things. Like when I felt like I was led to, you know, open the clay cup, which was a bigger thing, down to the little details of, you know, making sure that my employees are taken care of and the books are done right and you know all the little things 
all that adds up to the fruitfulness of the business and where it is now. And mm. that's basically what that means in a little elevator pitch version. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a great saying because it's so true. And I think that uh, breaking it down even to like a bigger level of like your life in general, there's a great book called The Slight Edge. You guys ever read The Slight Edge? Mm -hmm. So it's just about daily activities, the yeah. small daily disciplines that you, do, and that steers your life in one way or the other. Whether you're following the right disciplines or the wrong disciplines, your life's going to head in that direction. So if you can, and when it comes to business, if you make sure that you're continuing to move forward every day, have like a checklist. Do you have checklists? Do you guys write down stuff uh, yes. every day? Okay. I have checklists on top of checklists. Yes. Checklists for the checklist? Pretty much. <laughs> and mine are always written in pencil because it changes all the time. <laughs> yeah. So then I can erase and rewrite. <laughs> I just, I, I, mine are in pen, but they're just pages of them. And I just, have, there's so many scribbles all over it. But I feel like that uh, a lot of people, maybe they don't do that or they, they know that they should. But they just don't because it might be time consuming or you might just like dive into work and then never step back for a second. But from what I was taught, and it really works, take the first 10 to 20 minutes of your day and sit down and write out all the things that you need to do. I call it a brain dump. A brain dump, yeah. And that way you're not like, as you're doing one thing, panicked about the next. You have like, I already have it written down. I'm not going to forget. It's right there in front of me. And that helps, that helps me tremendously because I get lost in all of that stuff. Does, do you guys have checklists? Like, what oh, do you, yeah. what do you usually have on them? Like, what is the like the daily activities oh, that man. need done? Ours is just so I've got them for myself. I've got them for the juice bar, but we've started. So there's this like big plexiglass panel on the wall, and I have these liquid chalk markers that we do our chalkboards and stuff with. So I'll go in on a Monday morning, and I've started writing down like, okay, Monday, here's what what you guys need to get done. Whether I'm here or not, this is what needs to happen. Tuesday you know, Wednesday for every day of the week to just have, you know, cause we, everything we do is such a small batch, everything. So we have to like stay on top of it. So, you know, we work with Lauren to bring uh, in some treats for us that are all raw vegan, but they sell so insanely fast. It's <laughs> that amazing. We have, I mean, we have to backfill all of that. So we make our own on top of what she makes. That's awesome. Yeah. So, we, so that kind of stuff, everything is, made in-house as much as possible all of our granola all of our milks everything we make there so i have to put on the list okay if it's tuesday you need to start the granola wednesday you need to start the next two batches of kombucha thursday you need to start this and i'm just about to add more stuff to all of this so they're gonna love that um and then there's the checklist for myself and that is a lot of just like what's going on outside. So like these kinds of things or mm -hmm. like our Friday meetups, um, just stuff for me. Like I, I just went through again and did like a whole uh, cost of goods, like reevaluation, you know, and literally mm -hmm. weighing out every, it, yeah. it's just insane. You, you have, have to, to though. You do. You have to set aside time mm -hmm. for social media. You have to set aside time for, uh, it's <clears> maddening. <throat> I mean, it is absolutely it's absolute insanity. It never stops. It never stops. <laughs> and that's a good thing and also kind of a crazy thing right. at the same time, yeah. right? Do you have checklist stuff? I do. Or do you just keep it all in your head? No, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I write everything. Andy's that. Andy has everything in his head. <clears throat> like, you know, like for us, I'm a little bit different than my two friends here because, like, they have employees. We don't. It's just the two of us making everything. Yeah. So it's overwhelming. Um the holidays make it really overwhelming, but I've, you know, you kind of like with us, <laughs> we sell out of stuff. Mm -hmm. We sell out of stuff quick. Like we've ridiculously sold over 200 charcoal bars and two, 200 oatmeal and honey bars within less than 30 days. Wow. Like that's a lot of soap, you know? And so now we've like, we're kind of like, okay, we need to kind of make this a little bit bigger. We need to do, you know, try to make maybe instead of just 45 bars at a time, maybe we, you know, we need to try and double that. So like we've been um, getting some bigger equipment um, just to help, you know, it's still done considered a small batch obviously, but we're just trying to get it just a little bit bigger to keep up with the demand of things. Mm -hmm. um, bath bombs is a huge thing. It's such a simple product. I mean, really anybody can make it. Don't but say that. Nobody no, can. They can. Nobody can make a bath bomb. But they don't. <laughs> But, you know, they don't know our trade secret to it, right. you know, because it's one of those products where I have people go outside the box and they try other ones and they're like, oh, I like yours better. I like the way my skin feels, you know, which is great. Have you thought about making the ones for kids? Like Max has these little, they're like Sesame Street ones and they're like just tiny little circles like this big. 
Yeah, I guess kids love those. Oh, oh Hadley loves the bath bombs. Yeah. It's just insane. But all day it's long, crazy. I will come and buy it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's a crazy bombs. simple thing, but it is a tedious thing to make. Yeah. And I'm the only one making it. I don't have yeah. a bath bomb machine, which, you know, you can purchase those. They're a few thousand dollars, but I don't have one of them. I still do it all by hand, you know, literally. Like, I don't even use a mi- I When I first started, I started using a mixer. I literally mix everything by hand. Um but no, I mean, as far as the list goes, I mean, for us, we have to have that. It just, it's a part of my sanity. Mm-hmm. You know, and like today I'm actually closed so I can get things done at home because it's been, past two weeks have been insane working up to Easter. It's funny because like Black, or yeah, Black Friday. Good Friday <laughs> was like Black Friday. It, it was, was insane. Really? And we're texting back and forth and like come Saturday morning, we're like, today we're going to be slammed downtown again, you know, yeah. which is awesome because I'm like, you know, a year ago, we were all just opening like who would have known we're bringing all this business to downtown altoona and like it gives me it gives me goosebumps because like that's pretty awesome yeah. you know that we're just building it back up you know brick by brick you know it takes all the people downtown to do it you know we're all working together um you know and collaborating together mm-hmm. and just trying to build this thing up to do something really unique and different um but i mean it's you know you just have to stay on task. Yeah, I mean, really about, do. You guys, how much of your time is spent living like in the future? Like, I feel like so much time of mine is spent like, okay, what's next? What's next? Right. What's next? Yeah. It's like getting beyond just juice and smoothies and like, where do we go or, from yeah. here? So that's, we all open up a big I, business together. So much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Life Steps goals. Goal. That's Life like goals. part of what my checklist are too. I mean, we have checklists for the employees and that's like, you know, they have a daily morning, mid and evening checklist. They have a log that they know they communicate with each other, like cold broom needs made at this time. Um, We have monthly cleaning checklists, uh, quarterly cleaning checklists that are deeper clean. So like that's all planned out and laid out for them. And it's a pretty good, like solid system that I don't really have to think about at this point. And Lindsay is the one who is responsible for that because she's type A and really organized (laughs) and awesome. Um, My right hand woman right there. But for me, my checklists are, I always have like daily, okay, this, these five things have to get done today. These have to get done this week. And then it's like, okay, now start researching this, start looking into this. This is kind of my monthly goal. Like I had a monthly goal in January to learn how to throw pottery, just the basics so that I can eventually take that and run and then teach on my own but like I always have extended goals and things to brainstorm because we do have to stay on top of what's next keep new things coming keep people excited keep people interested and I'm always thinking about classes I'm always creating new classes and events and things she's always creating new products for other businesses and then throws (laughs) them in their face too (laughs) (laughs) well talking about like future goals like that's a huge thing because that's something lately I've been focusing on a lot Nini's graduating so I'm gonna have more time to do my job so it's like there's it's going to free up a few extra hours a day that I'll be able to work. And that's why I've, I've looked for – I'm not looking for employees, but people who I can work with who do social media marketing. I can pass some stuff along to them. And um, that's one of the things I really want to do. But also there's just parts of this that uh, – unforeseen – things pop up out of nowhere. Opportunity pops up out of nowhere. And you don't you never plan on it. There's certain things that happen. You're like, oh, wow, that just – came out of nowhere but that's going to be the best thing that could possibly happen right now like this a guy just approached me a couple of weeks ago about hosting a podcast for an IT company so I never thought about like the fact that I could like even though I've been in broadcasting for so long I guess it didn't occur to me that I could host podcasts for other people and like run them for them and edit them and stuff like that and I think sometimes I get at least for me I get too stuck on this is what the future is going to look like I'm preparing for this stuff to happen and I don't I don't leave in room for, oh, all this other stuff could right. also happen. Like, there's so many <clears throat> possibilities that can come just from collaborating with people, Absolutely. just from putting yourself out there. I, I feel like that is the coolest part is when you get hit with something. Well, I guess <laughs> it can be a bad thing, too, if it's a, if it's a bad thing that you get hit with. Uh, but it, it's exciting that you're always experiencing a new day and yeah. something brand new, like opening the new juice location. Like, right. I'm sure there's going to be lots of stresses that come along with it. 
but it's super exciting. I'm pretty calm. I'm honestly more stressed out about the pizza side. <laughs> well, okay, that's that's in the family. She's though, right? already done sense. the juice thing once. It's, she yeah, knows how it runs. It's like plug and play. It's man. Yeah. Once you have one, you can have twenty, and it's. But it's crazy that, that in a year you were able to you're able to have that mindset. Usually that takes you know they say eighteen months to really get your business rolling and to have your feet underneath you. And I don't know that it's like in normal circumstances that it's rolling to the point where like a normal person would decide to open a second. <laughs> <laughs> this is just. A sane person. I mean, this is just kind of how we operate. And fortunately, yeah. me and John are both the same way. Like, we don't, I don't know. Like you're never done. Out. We're never, we'll never be done. Yeah. Never. And it's just, it's no different with the pizza place. You get this, you get it up and running and it's going. And he's going to be on to the next thing. We're not sure what that next thing is because it could go two different directions. Yeah. But it's going to be something because that's just our personalities. Like, we like to stay at the front like we're thoroughly enjoying everything that's going on now we've loved that we've met like everybody that we've met down here and gotten involved at the level that we have like you feel like what you're doing means something and right. that's so cool it's not like just you in this little corner by yourself like right. well that's the support a, system yeah, is so huge like things like we had talked about you know moving to state college or moving back to pittsburgh at one point since that's where we came from you know we're not from like a small area like this and part of our conversation was like even state college you go to state college i could take a juice bar to state college it's not going to mean anything there like i don't feel like it's going to have the same weight you know yeah. whereas here i feel like what i'm doing can make a difference because i get the opportunity to kind of teach people why eating like this is good for the first time for, like, mm -hmm. right it's it's still kind of at the beginning phases where state college i would be kind of drowned out yeah. you know pittsburgh definitely like what you do means nothing because there's i don't want to say nothing but there's so it's many other juice bars. it is it's yeah. completely saturated and so even though in like again a normal business model you would want to be in places that have like population and demographics and socioeconomic status that are going to support what you're doing mine was kind of like a risk at the front end and i was like i know we are like way ahead of what this area is kind of ready for but it's yeah. been very i mean it's gone well um well our area needs it more than the other areas right. that we're talking about because like, we we're really five years behind but, <laughs> right we're stuck but again back to the normal person <laughs> they wouldn't take a risk like that and open something this kind of like out there yeah. and i think i told you like we talked to three different investors because i didn't want to use my own money to do this mm -hmm. and they just didn't get it like really? it was no it was they were like i don't i don't see it but it was funny because in the first week they all three walked into my place and mm -hmm. in, in, really? mm -hmm, in the first week well, of i business. think it's funny too though because i mean just though things keep evolving and like for us last week i had somebody come in and they said you know what I would have never thought you'd be here 13 months later. Really? Like, yeah. They yeah. didn't think we would thrive. And guess what? We're thriving. Yeah. And okay. I'm telling you, it's like people are starting mm -hmm. to jump on that. I want to say bandwagon, but eating healthier, taking, you know, we have an all natural deodorant. People are, you know, wanting to take better care of themselves. Like my biggest thing, which, you know, kind of gives me goosebumps, but it's pretty awesome. Like, for instance, just with natural deodorant. I have moms that are starting their young girls off on natural deodorant oh, instead of yeah. going and buying mm -hmm. store-bought deodorant. Like, that's awesome yeah. because they're starting them off right, you know? Mm. So, I mean, it's just little things that can make a difference in your health down the road. You're not using that aluminum. You know, you're not putting that on your body, you know? Huge. So, I mean, it's, you know, when somebody said that last week, you know, I honestly, and it's somebody we knew, you know, so it wasn't like a complete stranger, but, like, they left, and Andy and I were like, hmm. Here we are, 13 yeah. months later, doing what we do, you know. And it's awesome because people are accepting it. People accept the juice bar, you know, the clay cup. Like, I mean, we're all trying to keep things local and mm -hmm. just trying to support, you know, other local people in the area. And, you know, yeah, you might not be able to come in and get a $3 bar of soap, you know, but, you know, you get what you pay for. And I, I do think at some level, too, though, people are kind of getting sick of the like big box, mm -hmm. like Walmart style shopping minus experience, you know, and right. they want to be able to go into these local, very specialized, very specific. It's like places. cycling back around yeah. like these um, downtowns were huge in what the 
20s through the 60s right. and then malls started to pop up mm-hmm. and that became the thing and then strip malls and now it's coming back <clears throat> around to this small business small downtown shops yeah, yeah. and know? what's really funny is when i was going to open the clay cup everyone was like well who's going to be your customer just penn state altoona Penn State Altoona is probably 5% of my sales. Yeah, yeah. It is local There's people. There's so many business local people. Like when I walk in yeah. there, I'm just in it's, awe. <laughs> it's it's not Penn State Altoona. And I think people were like totally blown away yeah. by the people that were questioning it were totally blown away by the fact that. Well, the atmosphere is huge yeah. because like even we have our meetings in there and there's other businesses that have meetings in there. Like it's the perfect space, you yeah. know, it really is like just it's relaxing you walk in you're immediately relaxed it's not like you know even though they're busy it's not like you know you don't feel rushed you it's it's well, just a great feeling space. i think that yeah. the fact that you can go in and there can be 20 other people there but you don't feel like you're on top of exactly. one another like that's a big deal yeah I don't like and that. for whatever people just follow other people too so the first when you first opened i'm sure there was that first group of people who came in there and started doing that at the clay cup sitting down having meetings and then once that happens with a couple of people they spread the word and it just becomes the place to do that at right. and we didn't have any other coffee shops we like yeah. if i had to, no. like meet with people we'd go to like the library yeah. or like Panera. barnes and noble yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just is not a good environment for no. that sort of stuff. No, and I mean, going in the clay cup, there is, you're right, there's something about your space itself that you feel, I feel at home, but I also, like, I feel, I, I mean, I know that I'm obviously in a store, but I don't feel like I'm being sold anything or pushed anything. Right. It's just like a natural place to hang out, yeah. which I guess is why you have drifters come in and just <laughs> hang out, right? Because it yeah. feels like that sort of place. Yeah. Drifters. <laughs> And I always tell people, be like, I'm going to be here for five hours. I'm like, that's awesome. That's why I opened a coffee shop. Yeah, I don't right. care. Yeah. Most don't places want to kick you out yeah. after you're done eating. Yeah, yeah. They want you out of there right. so they can bring somebody else in. And that's yeah. why I'm excited for the second floor. Just a more quiet space for people to study and have meetings and things. Nice. Yeah, very so. cool. Anything else you guys want to throw in today? I, I don't I don't have anything support more. Support system. I think, yeah. Any yeah. some more, anything from the, your support systems that have helped you out that you haven't mentioned? I just, I mean, for me, other than my spouse, like it really got into running the business and it really was the staff. You know, you talked about your staff, but me too, because like, I don't, we don't have a lot of family that's close by that can kind of help support us in almost any way at all. And so I really lucked out with the people that I hired initially, like such a great crew um, down to like almost every single hire with the exception of, you know, maybe one or two that didn't work out. <laughs> but for the most part, um, I really lucked out with a group of people that 100% buy in to what we're doing. And um, I can walk away and go do what I feel like I need to do and know that it's in good hands, yeah, which is, yeah, that's, uh, that's huge. I mean, you wouldn't vital. be able to, yeah, yeah wouldn't seriously. be able to do that. So yeah, all my, all my girls and my one boy, Caleb. <laughs> and uh, without that, I mean, this definitely would not be possible because that's not, that is not a one-person show. It mm-hmm. can't be. I mean, there's just no way. Then I've been to smaller juice bars where it is run by just the owner and occasionally maybe one other person. I got into this. I'm like, I don't know how they do that. <laughs> like, it's just crazy. So they're working like 80 hours a week, probably. Well, I mean, you control your hours, but if you're the person on the floor, who's the person running the business? <laughs> you know what I right. mean? Like there's, yeah. I think people don't understand. And it's evidence with some of the questions that I get asked sometimes. It's like, you don't understand what goes in like behind the scenes of this. It's not like you walk in and what you see is what you get. That's a big part of it. But I feel like to me, that's for me, that's the easiest part. I come up with the recipes. I can do that. I teach them how to duplicate it and boom, I'm on to something else. But the books, you know, running the books, dealing with the account marketing, the marketing, the just every, every piece of it is so exhausting. It is exhausting. It's exhausting. But then just managing inventory, all the fresh fruit, man, like fresh produce is a like I did not know what I was getting into managing (laughs) fresh produce. It's nuts. Um, we work with like three or four different suppliers because I can't get everything from one and they all have their own minimums and their own requirements. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. So, <laughs> and that's, that's the deal. So like when you don't see me, like I'm not the one behind the counter, that's typically what 
I'm doing is worrying about all of that stuff. They probably think you're at home lounging. I guarantee well, you. A pile I, of money. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's I barely close. work no. behind the bar at all. I probably work behind the bar like once a month unless we have yeah. someone that's sick or on vacation or something. And I, my time is filled. Yeah. yeah. And yes, I do have another business. But even when that one is sold and, and gone, my time is going to be maxed out with yeah. all the extra things that I have to do. Yeah. Well, and that's so. like for us, that's what's going to be the hard part is finding people that have the same passion. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, everybody's used to like before we when I was still working full time last year, my husband, you know, that's who they saw. You know, so now it's me. Everybody knows they're going to see me. I'm at the register. I'm, my kitchen's behind me. I'm making whatever. So when I have and we are growing bigger than anticipated and you like you said you have different things being thrown at you and different ideas and it's like oh I want to do that oh I want to do that you know like (laughs) I want to do all these things and and it's awesome that all these businesses are coming at us hey can you make this for us hey can you know and I want to do all that but you know you can only be stretched so far and for us you know it's definitely finding that balance for Andy and I right now and not killing each other and still being able to produce a great product for our customers. And our customers truly understand that. And they really do appreciate it when I say that, you know, we're both still alive and we haven't killed each other. Um, <laughs> That's but a selling point. It could it be your is. tagline for the It business. could be. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it's, it is. It's nonstop. Lay, I wake up in the morning. It's, you know, social media. Um, you know, it's yeah. something marketing. It's something this, something that, or sharing something. And um, eventually we're going to have to hire, you know, even if it's just seasonal help at this point, you know, um, where we still make the products, but just have somebody doing our packaging, which is definitely going to happen for this coming holiday. Um, But that'll, it'll be baby steps, (laughs) like trying to let, like, let go. It's just packaging stuff. (laughs) No, but like I'm saying It's not just packaging. It is not. But but I'm saying just working up to it. She's screaming Jennifer, I'll tell you what. What? It's just working up to that, to where I have employees and, you know, and then I can, you know. It is hard to let go. When you've branded something yourself and you've branded yourself and you have been the forefront of a business, it's very hard to be willing to right. hand that yeah. off to somebody, like somebody else watching your baby. and then trust yeah. that yeah. they're going to handle things and make decisions yeah. the way that you would even if it's just <clears throat> how this sticker is put on this that's right Jennifer this well, lab- it's, but you know, it's this so package. interesting yeah, because seriously. that's probably the biggest differences in like we like you can have specific personalities I think you guys are both like very type A no no I'm not either I mean we like to wing it so I had like delegating and handing off responsibility like i would have no yeah. no problem at all saying like okay i've made the bath bombs here's the bags here's how the sticker goes on you right. bag them you stock the shelves you check people out right i like th- my ability to do that thank goodness like i'm pretty pretty laid back in that respect well and i am because i have anal andy in the other corner <laughs> So well, Steph's looking for an employee if you yeah, want to hire. Yeah, he's definitely no. He like the biggest challenge for us was when I came on board is him trying to teach me how to make stuff. Yeah, because he's not a teacher in right. any way, shape, or form. So that was like, and we, you don't like recipes, and I don't like recipes. <laughs> I'm I come from you know an Italian family where yeah. like and people ask you, they're like, oh, how do you make? I'm like a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and I'm not yeah. joking, you yeah. know. <laughs> But that's how, you know. That's the trade secret. You, that's it. And sometimes, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. And sometimes you add extra oatmeal to a bath bomb and it yeah. looks like a cow patty. And that's okay because it still works. <laughs> and they all sold. And they right. all sold and they're out. All, they're sold out right that's now. That's right. So what's that say? That's it. I think to wrap it up, uh, I'm just going to throw in one final thing because I think that the it's, it comes, for me it comes back to positive people and finding really exciting people in your life that are doing fun things that you're excited to be around. It's like, oh, this is this makes everything much more fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that anybody who lives in a small town, I think for many years, me in a small town, I didn't have anybody around me who was excited or positive or just like ready to go do stuff. They were just very complacent. In my family and in, and not, not everybody in my family, but I mean, just like people that I spent majority of my time with didn't like have any ambition to start a job to, or to start their own business or to do their own thing. So uh, I never had that. I always thought like, oh, it's gonna be really hard. Like, how do you do it? Like you have to be in a big city to do it or whatever the situation might be. Uh, but if you start looking for people, you'll find them. Like yeah. you'll find yeah. the people. And I don't even they think They gravitate you... towards yeah. you. Yeah, so you gotta yeah. change your mindset to That's be it. like that and those they people do. will come I towards mean, you. We've been very blessed. Like we have it's all so just cool. kind of grad, you know, gravitated to each other and you just, 
you know, when like gets to the point now, Jen knows when I'm having a bad day and she, she just pulls me out of it. And she's like, you just need to stop. It's sometimes it's a little, I'm that tough love. She, she's very much tough love, but sometimes I need that, you know, and it works. It's all about balance. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) All right. So, uh, before we wrap up, if they want to contact you on social media or in store, if, if they made it this far, how can they if find you? Made it th- if you stuck with us as <laughs> far. the podcast. All right. Well, Juice, currently located at 517 Allegheny Street, Holidaysburg. Um, you can find us on Facebook at the Juice Bar and Instagram also at the Juice Bar. Or you can do at Juice underscore Guru. That's my personal, like owner's page j-o-o-s j-o-o-s correct coming soon to downtown l2 <laughs> Woo i always weeks. have to look up my instagram this <laughs> is so bad i have them all written down I oh guess my I gosh go so it's um well on facebook you know it's trade secrets um but if you just type in trade secrets we almost pop up trade secrets altuna um instagram it's trade secrets underscore skincare and we don't do Twitter or anything like that just no. yet. But mainly just Ugh. Instagram and Facebook. I can't handle one more social media I know. platform. Our <laughs> Facebook for the Clay Cup is the Clay Cup. And our Instagram is also at the Clay Cup. I also do utilize Snapchat occasionally, which is also the Clay Cup. And we are at 1304 11th Avenue downtown. And as for me, you can find me at robzradio.com. You can find my story. You can watch my story there. Find the podcast. And you can also, if you as a person or as a business are looking to understand and use social media to your advantage, I can help you with social media marketing and consulting. Uh, It's something that I feel is changing the way we all can make money for ourselves, whether you own a business or not. So if you're interested in learning the ins and outs, because I do marketing, but I also do consulting. I like to try to teach people how to use it as well because it's a very valuable tool you can contact me at robzradio.com or 814-799-0064 shout out to the comics vault 1130 12th avenue in altoona so the comics vault altoona on facebook and instagram free comic book day is may 5th free comic books for everybody i think spider-man's gonna be in the house i'm taking my son down we're getting some hulk comics for sure uh, but that's 1130 12th Avenue in Altoona. And Sports Evolution, my man Alan Coble, who uh, I take Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu from uh, as a sponsor on the podcast. So he teaches uh, Jiu-Jitsu. He's a purple belt, CrossFit levels 1 and 2. He uh, also teaches kids' martial arts classes. Uh, I just started taking my son there for his kids' martial arts classes, which are awesome. He's three and a half, and he's having so much fun doing it. So check out Sports Evolution, sportsevolution.net. Facebook and Instagram is Leading Athletes. That's Leading Athletes on Facebook and Instagram. Those are the sponsors. And I only have sponsors on the show when I love their business. So I love you guys. Peace out. Till next time. Bye. That's brutal.